He wasn't a record breaker. He wasn't a money maker. He wasn't a decision taker. His home was easy to miss on the map. And for a time, he was easy to miss in the crowd. His family were not well known and he was not well traveled. He didn't go to university. He never wrote a book. His friends were no hopers. He didn't marry. He didn't have children. He didn't have a 40th birthday. And yet he walked on waves like they were carpet. He stopped a storm with his voice. He turned a picnic into a feast. His words are spoken with wisdom and authority like no other. He sees into the depths of people's hearts. He healed the sick. He gave sight to the blind. He raised the dead. He split history into two. Billions of people follow him around the world today and they call him Lord because he was raised from the dead. It's not bad for a kid who was born in a shed. Well, we don't find Jesus in a shed in our Bible reading. Instead, we find him standing in a river soaked through. Now, I'm standing in Bushby Brook, and apart from the occasional odd look from a couple of dog walkers, what I'm doing is totally unremarkable. When Jesus stood in the River Jordan, well, it was the opposite. It was an incredible moment when who Jesus is was put on display, that voice from heaven declaring, you are my son, whom I love, with you I am well pleased. And Luke records that amazing moment for us. And then he goes on and gives us this list of names, this family tree. And I don't know about you, but I find it hard to get excited about that list of names. But Luke puts the two together for a reason. Now remember, Luke is... He's writing his account of Jesus' life so that the people who read it can have certainty about Jesus, that he really is the one who came to seek and to save the lost. So the voice from heaven and the family tree, well, they go together. And they go together and they show us that Jesus is the hope for all humanity. Jesus is the hope for your life. Jesus is the hope for my life. Jesus is the hope for the lives of those around us. Jesus is the hope for all humanity. If we listen to the voice from heaven, we hear that Jesus is the hope for all humanity because he is the only one who's able to save us. Jesus is the hope for all humanity because only he is able to save us. We find Jesus in the river soaking wet. He's just been baptized by John and he's praying. And we're told that heaven opened. And if you read with me verse 22, the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, you are my son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. Heaven's opened and it's like the, the curtain is peeled back a little bit for us to glimpse in on the life of our God, our three-in-one God. You've got the Holy Spirit, God the Holy Spirit descending on Jesus. You've got God the Father speaking over Jesus. You've got Jesus being declared as the Son of God. It's not that in that moment he becomes the Son of God. No, Jesus is the Son of God. He's the one in Psalm 2 who will rule over the nations. It's that God the Son has become human. This is God the Son, whom God the Father through the Holy Spirit has loved through all eternity. And in all eternity, God the Son has given his Father delight and joy. Because he's the one Isaiah tells us that would be a servant and who would suffer. Here in Jesus we have the hope for all humanity. Because Jesus is able to save us 
Because he, and he alone, is the unique Son of God. He's come down to save us. Because left to ourselves, we are stuck in a mess of our own making. I don't know if you've ever had the experience of getting a car well and truly stuck in the mud. Or perhaps the experience, more terrifyingly, of landing your car in a ditch. And no matter what you do, you cannot get it unstuck. You could pretend that there's nothing wrong and try and keep driving. But if you do that, you just do more damage and get more stuck. You could try and get unstuck by getting out and and pushing the car as hard as you could. But you stay stuck and you're totally exhausted. That is a picture, if you like, of the human life. This is God's world. Every moment of our lives are upheld by him. And the human problem is that we ignore God. Or at worst, we push him out of our lives. And it creates that great chasm between us and God. It leaves us living in a world that's broken and damaged. It leaves us facing death. And it leaves us facing God's right judgment and anger at how we've treated him, our attitude, our actions. It's like landing your car in a ditch and left to yourself, you're just stuck. I guess in life you could pretend that there's nothing wrong and just keep going. But you just make more of a mess. Or you could try and put a lot of effort into getting unstuck. But in reality you stay where you are and you just get tired. See, when you get your car stuck, what you need is somebody who isn't stuck. You need somebody to come and find you and pull you out. In our lives. That's Jesus. The voice from heaven saying, Jesus, you are my son, tells us that Jesus is not part of the problem. You see, Jesus isn't baptized by John because he needed to repent. Jesus is baptized by John as a a sign that he comes to be among us and with us in our sinful stuckness. But Jesus isn't stuck like us. Jesus is not part of the problem, and that's why he's able to save. So we need to listen to the voice from heaven and see that Jesus is the hope for all humanity because he's the only one who can save. He's the only one who's able to save us. But with the voice comes this family tree. And when we look at the family tree, we see that Jesus is the only hope for humanity because he's able to stand in our place. Jesus, the hope of humanity, because he's able to stand in our place. I don't know how you get on with these lists of names that you get in the Bible, these genealogies, these family trees. Often they seem about as exciting as scrolling through your contacts on your phone. But we're given them for a reason. Luke gives it to us because he wants to show us that Jesus is just like us. And it's worth saying we also get a family tree of Jesus given to us by Matthew, and it's a bit different Uh, And some people get in a real pickle about that, uh, thinking that we can't trust either of them. But actually, if we recognize that Matthew and Luke were probably using different methods because they were trying to show different things. Matthew's trying to show that Jesus is uh, from the royal line of David. That's his big point. Luke's big point is to show us that Jesus was just like us, just like you, just like me. Jesus is not only the unique son of God, able to save, He's just like us, so he can stand in our place. So we get this list of 75 names that that Luke 
jots down. Uh, and they, these names matter because of where it lands. Have a look at verse 38. We're told Jesus was the son of Enosh, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. Here is Jesus able to save and able to save anyone and everyone. Because Jesus can go back right to the start of things. To the very first people God created. So in Jesus we find somebody who is truly like us, who is truly human. Jesus totally gets what life is like for us. He experienced life how we experience it, except for one difference. He never sinned. Jesus being just like us means that he can stand in our place and he chose to stand in our place. So the perfect life Jesus lived, he lived so it would be counted to us. His death on the cross, Jesus died, was the death that we deserve for our sin. And the resurrection life that Jesus was raised to, he shares with us. Jesus stands in our place. He bridges the gap between us and God. So Jesus rescues and he reconciles and he restores us. Jesus gives us the Holy Spirit so that we might begin to live what it means to be truly human. To be truly human means to belong to Jesus and to share in his life. To live a life of worship of God and self-sacrificial obedience to him. That's what it means to be truly human. You see, you don't have to travel to the other side of the world to find yourself. Now, don't let me stop you going on amazing adventures, meeting new people, seeing new cultures, discovering something of God's amazing creation. But if you want to find yourself, come to Jesus. You don't have to work out how to be true to yourself as if there's only one part inside of you that's really truly you. If you want to be truly human, if you want to experience fullness of life, don't try and be true to yourself. Come to Jesus. But Jesus isn't just for some people. Jesus is the son of Adam. It's, it's why Luke's account of Jesus uh, has him seeking out the unexpected people. It's why it ends uh, with the message about Jesus going out to all nations. Jesus is the hope for all humanity because he's just like us and can stand in each of our place. Jesus is the only hope for all humanity. And I want to leave you uh, then with one question. What is the hope that you're holding onto and holding out? What's the hope you're holding onto and holding out to others? You see, in these last few months, it's been, well, I found it very easy uh, for my hope to become too small. To, to hear the voices that say, we can beat coronavirus. We can get through this. Everything will be okay in the end. And if that's our hope, our hope is not big enough. This kind of hope isn't big enough because it's not hope in Jesus. That's not to say we shouldn't live our lives differently as we navigate this pandemic. But we're fooling ourselves if we think we can get rid of pandemics for good. We're not going to be able to make everything okay in the end. Remember that picture that left to ourselves, we're like a car 
so we're, we're like in a car that's been landed in a ditch, totally stuck, until somebody comes to rescue us. Each of us has death looming over us. We can't beat death. But one person did. Jesus, and he shares that victory with us. The hope for all humanity is Jesus. He's the one who will restore and remake all things. And where does he begin? He begins with us. Let's, let, let not your hope shrink down to just getting through this pandemic. As winter approaches, as the days get colder, the nights get darker, and things just get tougher. Are we holding out to other people real hope? Don't give them empty promises of everything will be all right. Give them the promise of Jesus. Listen to how our next song puts it. My hope is only Jesus, for my life is wholly bound to his. Jesus is the hope for humanity. Listen to the voice from heaven. Jesus is the unique son of God. He's able to save us. Look at that family tree. He's just like us, so can stand in our place. Let's pray. And I'm going to pray using some words from Romans 15, verse 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.